Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. Hello, gentlemen, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems in men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh Divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 185th episode, the Holy Lover series ends and with how to save my Catholic marriage when my wife has given up. And today we uncover gift number 30. How intimacy outside the bedroom is just as important as intimacy inside the bedroom. And so, as always, we get going with our quote of the day, and today it's a doozy. So, let's do this. Quote, the differences between sex and love. Love is primarily in the will, not in the emotions or the glands. The will is like the voice. The emotions are like the echo. The pleasure associated with love or what is today called sex is the frosting on the cake. Its purpose is to make us love the cake, not ignore it. The greatest illusion of lovers is to believe that the intensity of their sexual attraction is the guarantee of the perpetuity of their love. It is because of this failure to distinguish between the glandular and spiritual or between sex, which we have in common with animals, and love, which we have in common with God, that makes mar- that marriages are so full of deception. What some people love is not a person, but the experience of being in love. The first is replaceable. The second is not. As soon as the glands cease to react with their pristine force, couples who identify emotionalism and love claim they no longer love one another. If such is the case, they never loved the other person in the first place. They only loved being loved, which is the highest form of egotism. End quote. Venerable Archbishop Fun J. Sheen, book three to get married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right. Hey, 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 we are back and let's get into this. Let's don't waste any time. So we get with the Catholic Alpha's radical rent of the day and how to save my marriage when my wife has given up 39 ways to rekindle closeness outside the bedroom. And today's gift is gift 30, which states a holy lover understands intimacy outside the bedroom is just as important as intimacy inside the bedroom. Boom. That is a holy lover gift. It's number 30. And this is really this week. I'm I'm telling the truth because last week I lied, but this week I'm really telling the truth because I forgot about this gift. This is the last gift of the 33. I've covered all 33 gifts of a holy lover. And what is a holy lover for those of you who don't know? It is a concept that I created 
for my blog and for my marriage program. And what it means is a holy lover, number one, is two things. Number one is being the man that God created you to be. And number two, being the husband that your wife needs. And now some of you might think, why don't, aren't there any kids in that? Because here's the deal. If you divorce, your kids will never get over it. It will, it will haunt them their entire lives. The highs of them getting divorced will be very high. So tell your wife that. Most women don't know that. And if they do, they rationalize it. But the main reason I don't include kids in the Holy Lover is because of this. Because in my experience and many others' experience, when the parents really love each other, they get along, they have one flesh love, they're very intimate with each other, and they show the love to them and to God, that naturally flows down to the children and to the family. Okay? So this is why the priority is God and then our wives. Okay? So let's get started. So why is intimacy outside the bedroom just as important as intimacy inside the bedroom? Well, first of all, it builds a strong emotional connection, which as we all know by now, that is the most important thing for women. If they don't have an emotional connection with you, they do not want to have sex with you. They don't want you to even outside the bedroom, uh, as far as intimacy outside the bedroom, emotional intimacy. They don't want you to hold their hand. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want you to hug them or kiss them. They don't want to do things with you or anything like that. If there's no emotional connection. Okay. Next, it helps your wife trust you. So intimacy outside the bedroom helps your wife trust you. You know, we go on dates. We go on dates together. We do things together. We in, in, engage in um, intimate touches together as far as hugging and caressing. Uh, we go for walks together. We have great conversations. And then with these things, your wife starts to trust you. Like, I can count on him. I feel secure in his love. Right. A lot of guys play this thing of, well, I ain't going to talk to her because I don't feel like talking. And I've been working all day and I've been doing this all day and I don't feel like talking to her. No problem. No problem. She'll manage to do what you want. But if your wife ain't talking to you, she's going to talk to somebody. And I'm sorry. That's how it rolls. Um, these guys that try to don't, that they don't want to share their life in their day with their wives. They don't talk. They don't engage her. You're going to pay for that eventually. You will. Because when your wife knows what you're thinking and how you think, she's a lot less, she's a lot less likely to nag you. She's a lot less likely to, um, to stop thinking that you don't love her because she knows what you're thinking. That's why trust is important. Okay. The next thing is it helps her realize that you're not just using her for her body. Okay. When we first start dating our wife, we will talk to them forever for hours right on the time i mean when i was a kid heck i was dating my wife when i was with 12 13 14 15 years old guess what dude we had a phone in our ear i'd be at my my house my parents house of course and she would hurt at her parents house and we fall asleep on the phone we talking so long two three four hours and it's a school night <laughs> and then finally my mother get on the phone say boy what you doing oh nothing mama nothing wake up and say well mary i guess i gotta go baby <laughs> Mama didn't put the hammer down. <laughs> so women, like if if they intimacy outside the bedroom, which is really called was really emotional intimacy, not not really necessarily sex. Um, it's not sex at all. It's it's building, it's it's preparing your wife for that. Um into that's why intimacy outside the bedroom is so important. And and for women, they don't want to be just used for their bodies. Sure, when they're young and they're young and dumb and they don't understand a lot of stuff, even their instinct still kicks in. But most women, they, they get tired of that real quick because they want their husband to really love them, you know, um, for them, which their body is part of them. But it's a full package. My intellect, my emotion, my psych, my psychological stuff, my physical as well as my physical body. Okay. Um, next, the next question is why do so many husbands forget they must prepare their wife for their love? This is a big one that many men forget. 
We have forgotten how we actually won the heart of our wives when we were dating them, which was strong and meaningful conversation. Women fall in love with their ears, as my beautiful wife always says, and women are multitaskers and have many things on their mind, even when making love to their husbands. And if you have had sex with your wife any kind of amount of time, sometimes you go, man, are you here? <laughs> you think, is she here? No, she ain't there, dude. You know what she's thinking about? She's talking about, I got to go feed the kids. I got to go work. I got to get up and get and start cooking. I got to get up and take the kids to football. I got to do all this stuff. <laughs> so it's important that we understand that, okay? That's why you have to prepare your wife for your love. You can't just think that I'm just going to, you know, whenever I feel like I want to um, be intimate with her in the bedroom, that it's just she's ready and it's not like that i don't even and really a lot of young girls are the same way um th this area right here young or old doesn't really matter too much there's some differences but not much um many times wives especially older women aren't thinking about sex and so many times it is a surprise to her when when he wants to make love a lot of times you come, you know, you're, you guys are whatever you're doing. You come home from work or whatever's been going on that week. A lot of times your wife's surprised that you've won, that you've want to make love and stuff. So this is why if you are a guy that has a really high sexual um, libido and things, or even if you're not, you got to think ahead, man. That's what this whole thing is about. You got to think ahead. If I want to make love tonight, you can't start when you walk in the door. You got to be like, look, okay, tomorrow, I'll make love tomorrow. I need to start preparing her today or preparing her for the week, for this weekend or whatever. And it will work out a lot better because then she will be thinking about ways that she can serve you and love you. Okay. Um, for this reason, preparing her for making love later is very vital to her cooperation at that time. Many guys get mad because they wife. <laughs> Many guys get mad, me included. We get mad when we're finally took us all this effort to get our wife in the bed and then she ain't cooperating right. <laughs> Don't you? You know, you hate it, right? So this is why you have to think ahead and really start to understand how your wife thinks, okay? And it's very important. They want to make love too. They really do. They want to feel good, too. They want the intimacy with you. They want to be close with you. But you got to understand all the things that's happening. Just how when you were at work, well, I'm not going to say that because I know us men, it don't matter where we are, we're thinking about intimacy, right? So, but still, you at work, and a lot of times, you're not, sex is the farthest thing from your mind, you know? Um, even if you do see a nice-looking woman, I mean, you're, like, busy and doing your job, right? So that's how women are, except if they're at home or stay-at-home mothers or they have a job, their thing is different because they're thinking about all the stuff they got to do, you know, um, um, at the house and stuff, especially if you guys have got kids, okay? All right? So you want your wife to serve you. You want her to cooperate at the proper time. Then you must prepare her for your love, and that is what we're going to go into today. So we're going to take this break. We'll be right back for some resolution to your marriage confusion. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? 
And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, gentlemen, let's do it. Okay, we're talking about gift 30 today, which again, it states a holy lover understands intimacy outside the bedroom is just as important as intimacy inside the bedroom. This is the one of the most important gifts out of all the 33 uh, gifts. Um, you would think it would be one of the one of the other sex gifts, but it's really not because this one, this one right here starts it all. This one starts it all. If you think back to when you and your wife were courting and dating and getting to know each other and start to think about getting married, what did you do? You talked a lot. You conversed a lot. You learned a lot about each other, you know, um, and that is what got things moving. Wow. She, she, she really understands me. We have a lot in common. Oh, wow. Really? He, he, he's just so nice and he's smart and he's handsome. You know, these things all go together. So what we're going to do is go, I want to say this, you've done it. You've allowed it to happen. Over the years, you've become complacent and started taking your beloved wife for granted. And now you've inherited the monumental task of trying to win her heart back. Not going to be easy, gentlemen. Not going to be easy. But with some work, you can make her smile again. So tip number one, understand your beloved's intimacy and thirst for you is directly tied to the closeness she feels for you. No closeness, no intimacy, no desire for you, no sex, period. You've got to get that through your head. You've got to get that through your head, especially when you, if you're, if you're above 30, you really got to get that in your head. <laughs> you're 30 and above because you're going to be frustrated. Them young girls are different. You know, they, they different and we all know it, but you know, them girls start hitting 30. That's another thing I've never talked about with you guys is usually women change around 30. They it's just different. Like 30 men, we usually change around 35, but women, it's earlier. They change around 30. They start thinking different. They start thinking about a lot of stuff that they hadn't thought about before. They start having, especially if they got kids. They, they change as a woman. Their mindset changes, and you have to be changed with it, okay? So I have a caller, and so what we're going to do, I'm going to finish this little intro, and then we're going to, so when we come back from the caller, we can get right into it, okay? So the next tip is the closer she feels to you, the more intimacy she wants with you unless you do something to screw it up. So emotional connection again. For this reason, you must make it a priority to forever cultivate closeness with your wife. Tip number two, Taking your wife for granted kills closeness. I can't tell you how many guys, they take their wife for granted, and then what happens is, then they expect their wife to just be all lovey-dovey with them, and this, that's just not how women work. It's just not. And then the guy, the husband gets mad when she don't want to kiss him or, or make love to him or even hold his hand and stuff because she just doesn't feel like that. Women, you ever talk to women, and the first thing they do, you and you don't know them, what do they? What does a woman do? Everybody go. When I say this, everybody's gonna know it. If you don't know a woman, and the first thing you do when you walk up to her, what do they do? They take they they take they they take their jacket or sweater and they take it and close and put it over their breast. Now everybody's gonna start looking at that. <laughs> even older women, even older women in their seventies and nineties and stuff. That's what they do when they first talk to a guy they don't know. If they first thing they do is they take their shirt or whatever, or take their arms, or they they take their shirt and move it around. I guess to hide. I don't know what they're trying to hide. I don't know. Maybe my wife could talk to tell me about that. It's almost like clockwork, and that's just how they are. They if they don't know you, they they're you know if they're not they don't feel close to you. I mean, women they act completely different. Like you're almost like a stranger. Okay. Marriages begin to fade, become lackluster, seek separation and divorce. When husbands begin taking their beloved for granted. Um, so these 39 items are designed to help keep you on track. You must vow to win your heart 
your beloved's heart daily. Sure, on occasion you will slip, but never ever allow this to become a habit. You are ultimately responsible for the success and failure of your holy union, so act like it. Make a conscious decision to do the items on these three lists daily. Okay? And your marriage will build the closest your wife needs to feel total and complete love for you. And so right now, we are going to pull our collar in and hopefully we can, our technology is working good and we can hang. So hello, caller. Are you there? There Hello, are you there? Yeah, there you go. Now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good. Uh, Guys, if you're, I'm doing fine. How are you, brother? I've been better. Yeah. So tell me what's happening. All right, you see, me and my wife have been married for 14 years. And I lied to her right off right off the gate when we first got together. She looked over that. Um, <clears throat> she, are you there? Are you, yeah. Yes. I can are you hear, there? Yes, I can hear you again. Go ahead. You said oh. you first got together, then you lied. She got up. She kind of forgave you at first, but then what happened? Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I just continued to lie. And I continue to talk to other women. And then, I mean, I literally continue to thinking that she would never leave me and continue telling her I'll, I'll, she told me if I didn't, if I didn't change and start putting her and our daughter as my top priority and treating her better that she was going to leave. And after hearing it for so many years, I never thought that she would leave, but um, three Fridays ago, I came home from work and she was gone. Oh my God. And we've been talking every day and stuff, but over the weekend, I think I was pushing her a little too much, um, sending her love songs and sending her little me who love me memes and all that. And, um, oh, you tried to work here. Are you there again? Yes. You said you're, um, you, you, asked, you said you overdid it and you were sending her. Like too many loves, you're just doing too much. You're going overboard. Yes, sir. And I asked her if we could if we could try to work it out, and she said that she just doesn't know. She can't answer that question. She said because I lost her her trust and her love that she don't think I could ever get back. So she said that she is she she said she's happier where she's at. And she she says she's not arguing anymore or any of that. But I mean, also she is bipolar and schizophrenic, and she's not on any medication for that. So I honestly I don't know if she's in one of her her little epi- they call it episodes and stuff. I don't know if she's in one of them and she's just extremely happy right now, and then it's going to turn into into something that she's starting to regret because um, over over the weekend she said that she was she was in a weird headspace which in which in mental terms means that they that they are that they're they're pretty much second guessing if what they're doing is correct. <laughs> okay, so if you um, when you cut out, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. So because you might if you lose me again, then just know that um just know that you can just I can hear you um just try to come back in. But look, here's the first thing is first all the bipolar, the ABCDs and the GSBs and the IPDs and all that stuff, man, it don't really mean nothing when it comes to women. Okay. That's just an excuse that men do to say, well, it ain't nothing I'm doing. It's got to be seen yes, bipolar sir. stuff, you know, but I want to yes, let you sir. know, man, that the first, the reason your wife is gone is because of everything she said. You didn't take her seriously when she was telling you the reason your wife didn't leave at first all those years ago is because she still really loved you and she had hope and felt that you would eventually change. And when, yes, and so when you didn't, and then the arguing started and all that stuff, that hurt her very deeply. And that's another, that's the thing for all the guys. When you fight and argue with your wife, that just hurts them very deeply. And they can't get over it because they feel if he loves me, then why does he treat me so bad? 
you got to remember that it's our responsibility to treat our wife lovingly and caring and respectfully and listening to her at all times, not only when we want to, because if we don't, what ends up happening, man, is they start to think that we don't love them. Or the first thing that happens is the emotional connection. The, fir- the emotional connection goes away. And once that does, that's the problem. Um, yeah. When you lie, that right there, that, and I'm telling you all these things at first, and I'm going to try to help you to get it, to get it back. Okay. So bear with me. When you yes, lie, yes, when you lie, all you did was break the emotional connection, break the trust. Emotional connection yes, is sir. everything for a woman and guys underestimate that. Okay. And they think, well, she says she's leaving, but when I come home every day, she's still there. (laughs) Right? But eventually, that the same the thing that happened to you happened to me in my first marriage, dude. I come home. Oh, really? Yes. My first wife, who is 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 away from us, she died from us. She's away from us now. I come home. My wife worked at United Airlines. So she could go anywhere in the world on a dime. For nothing, for basically. So, dude, I'd come home and all, and you know, and you don't really realize they're gone till like at least 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know. Yeah. Man, all of a sudden you go, man, where's everybody at? Ain't nobody in the house. Where's she at? And so then it clicks, man, she didn't left. So you call her, I call her, she calls back, and she the same thing your wife is doing. You don't love me, and you treat me bad, and and you don't do this, and you're not going to change, and you and this and that, and the kids, and you know, and you're going, oh my god, when you just come home, <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> okay. Yeah. But here's the deal, man. Um, your wife is the reason that your wife is going. If she's rejecting all your love and all of your bouts of gifts and all that thing and all that stuff, man, is because she's going. Why are you doing that now? You didn't do it before. She thinks that yeah. you're just thinking about yourself. The only reason you're talking nice to her, the only reason that you're doing, you know, buying her gifts, the only the only reason all this stuff is happening because you are upset, you are unhappy, you are depressed. She's thinking you ain't thinking nothing about me. You ain't yeah, thinking nothing see, about her. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Yeah. And see, I I have no idea where her and my daughter even at. She never she never told me where they where they are, but I have a pretty good guess where they are, but I'm not 100% sure. But I, I didn't get to see my daughter on Thanksgiving, and the way she's talking, I'm not going to see my daughter on Christmas either. Okay. So, brother, here's okay. what you're you going to have to do, okay? You're going to have to start working on you. It's, it's the tendency of guys to think, first of all, that I can do this on my own. Where you're married, how old are you and your wife? We're both 38. Okay. So you're getting to that age that your wife is older and the older they are, the harder it is to talk them back. Me and my wife, I talked my wife when she worked with American Airlines. I talked her back three or four times. My wife was Native American. So guess where she would go? She'd go to the Indian reservation out there in New Mexico. (laughs) And people knew me out there. But I, you know, I ain't trying to go out there and get them cause a scene, yeah. you know. So, but I talk her back. I talked her back three or four times. But man, here's the problem: you're gonna talk her yeah. back. You're gonna talk her back, but she's gonna leave again. She's gonna be unhappy again. You know why? Because you ain't changed. And if and she yes, ain't sir. changed, and if you expect your wife to change before you do, you got another thing That's coming. Not gonna happen. It's not. You, but yep. here's why. The, the reason why, because that's how God set it up. The people in the home, your wife and children, are instinctively designed to look to you to get them out of things. Yes, sir. And if you are not, if you're still willing to be act like you're 18 and 15 years old instead of 38, your wife and children are going to rebel against you because that's not what they need. They need a real man and a real daddy. And other yes, women sir. and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not trying to dog you out, dude. I'm just trying to give you the truth because right. you called me. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, but I want you to do is try to understand this. First of all, no more gifts. Don't tell her you love her. Don't tell her you care about her. Start using your actions to show that. Yes, sir. And but how, how can I do that when I don't see her? Because, dude, I mean, that's, because 
as long as you're having communication, a lot of guys think, I had a guy tell me last night, well, if she really loves me, why would she do, how could she leave me and do me this way? Because, man, your wife is like this. Your wife is like, here's the deal. It's not that your wife doesn't love you. It's that your wife believes you don't love her. That's why she's gone. That's what guys don't yeah. understand. That's what messes them up. Yeah, but she, she told me last night that that I that I lost her trust and love. Of so course, okay. So I'm I'm gonna answer your question. Here's the deal: okay. your wife is gonna give put up all kind of walls to get you to man up, dude. Think about it. Uh, okay. If you're not yeah, being, true. you have not been a real man all these years, and your wife put up with it for a while because she loves you and she's bonded to you. When I say bonded to yeah. you, I mean you guys are married in the church, you guys have had sex, and you guys got kids. That's a very strong bond for a woman, and it's hard for her to break that. But she just ain't yeah. gonna sit there and let you just keep dogging her out for decades. With eventually, she will leave, which has happened to your wife, and eventually, she will yeah. file for divorce. Eventually, she will get the divorce, and if she was Catholic, she will file for an annulment because she's gonna get rid of your butt until unless you change. And she's forcing yes, you. She's forcing. Try to hear me. She's forcing you to man up. Either you're gonna be okay. a real man, or you ain't gonna see your daughter, and you ain't gonna see me. That's how she's looking yeah. at it. Yeah, and um, I like I, I have been because ever ever since she. Left, I've been the Lord's been showing me the things I've done in the past, and for the past ten years, I've been addicted to painkillers. Mm-hmm. But today makes a solid week since I since I've had a pick. Mm-hmm. I came off of them cold turkey, and I was telling her that, and she said that she's very proud of me and all that. And I mean, I, I told her, I'm, I'm like, I am working on myself. I am changing. I'm like, this definitely woke me up. She was like, she was like, she was like, she's like, this is, this is not me testing you. This is me saying that I, when I left saying that I had enough that I don't want to be your wife anymore. I don't have any intentions of being your wife anymore. So, I mean. So, here, let me tell you, believe it or not, your wife really believes the stuff she's saying. She really does. She believes everything she's saying, but she's emotionally confused. She doesn't really know what she wants. She just wants the pain to stop. Yeah. And so you, her being close to you is making the pain is is making the pain worse. And so that's oh, why okay. she can't, that's why she's away from you because that's why she says I'm happier. She really ain't because she lost her husband and her family, but her mind feels better. Her heart feels better yeah. because we're not arguing every day. We're not fighting. We're not, there's no tension in the house because wherever I am, yeah. it's better. So the best yeah. thing, the best advice I can give you, man, I've given you a lot today, uh, but the main thing is, man, you've got to get a mindset. First of all, you not, you need help to get your wife to stay forever yes, because eventually you will talk her back. Eventually she will, yes, if you even just be keep being nice to her. But guess what? It's more to it than just that. And so what you got to do yes, is start working on yourself to 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 understand how to be the proper husband and the proper man that God needs you to be in order to keep your wife and children happy. Okay. Yes, sir. Um. And so the best advice I can give you on that man is to find some program or get some kind of help. And have somebody coach you through how to to fix yourself so that you can understand, start understanding how I I can keep my family together and not just your family, but maybe your wife, because that is the your wife is the key to the whole thing. All right. Yes, sir. If you you need help, go to save my Catholic marriage dot com and sign up for an appointment and I'll try my best to talk to you. All right. All right. Uh, Thank you, sir. You're welcome, brother. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Okay. So that was very interesting. And I hope that you guys got something out of that. Um, it's, it's very hard 
look, man, a lot of men come home and their wife is gone and their kids are gone. And they try to act like, you know, well, I had no idea that was happening. Of course you did. You had an idea that it was coming, that there was a problem. But what do we do? We kind of put things on the back burner and we put other things above our marriages, like our work and money and pleasure and all these things. And then finally, our family, mainly our wife, gets gets fed up and just can't take the pain no more. When a woman asks for divorce, when a woman leaves, when a woman files for an annulment, when a woman files for divorce, that is all pain that I can't take the pain no more. And she's going to tell you all kind of crap to get you to get away. But she really wants you back, but not the version of the self that you are. Okay. And so I would advise you guys to really try to understand that. That is a big, big deal. Okay. So with that being said, let's um, finish what we started and we are ready. Oh, it's still early. Oh, we still got time, y'all. <laughs> okay. Now, what I've done with these 39 things to help rekindle the closest back in your marriage is I've divided them into three groups, three categories, okay? The first category is rekindling closest to heart, which talks about the heart, how to get to your wife's heart, how to win your her, her heart, how to get her to have these feelings for you, how to really basically try to build an emotional connection, Okay. The second category is rekindling closest to physical. So what does that mean? you got to be a man of action, man. You know, we've got to stop. Stop. we got to stop just saying things with our mouth and not doing things with our body, our actions. you got to be a man of action in your marriage. You can't just keep sitting around and thinking things are going to get better or that your marriage is going to prosper or that your marriage is not going to go south. You, as a man, the thing about marriage, man, you have to, just like with God, it's the same kind of thing. You have to keep pushing the envelope to make that marriage better. Because if you're not making it better, you're not, you're, you're making it worse. Okay? So the physical things that we need to do. And then the third category, rekindling closest conversation, perfect. Conversation, conversation, conversation. Women, it's not necessarily that they love to talk, but that is how they're wired. And so if you don't get in the game with the conversation, somebody else will. Either a single woman or a divorced woman or, at worst case, another man. Okay? So let's get started. Rekindling, the first thing we're going to do is the heart. Rekindling closest checklist, the heart. So build closest with your beloved wife daily by making love to her outside the bedroom. So this is what basically what you're doing. You're basically making love to your wife outside of the bedroom. You're showing her you care by your actions, by how you talk to her and all these things. And, and some of the things are so touching. Touching is important. Even just brushing up against her, you know, touching is important. Touching her hand, touching her back, you know, rubbing her hair. All of these things are important to, to build that connection. Hugging and holding for 20 seconds you know, long, like when you hug your wife, these little kitty hugs don't work no more. Okay. Your wife expects more. She deserves more, you know, and we want to hug her for like 20 seconds. So, or longer so that she, you get in her and she gets into you. Okay. Cuddling. Cuddling is always great. Cuddling in the bedroom without, without actually making love. But, you know, cuddling in the bedroom while you're watching TV, holding hands while you're watching TV or whatever, or just sitting there talking, uh, you know, reading or whatever you guys do in the bedroom other than the sex thing. You know, intimacy inside the bedroom can be, you know, good cuddling is very good. Or when you guys are outside the bedroom and you're watching TV, you know, you, you know, you know, she puts her legs across your um, at your legs, or your legs and stuff. You know, you sit at her feet and, you know, you guys, you know, sit there and watch TV together and touching, holding each other. The other thing is kissing. Kissing is important, too. People underestimate these things. Man, stop pecking your wife. Really? Because pecking kisses ain't doing nothing. And the problem with pecking kisses is it becomes a habit. Okay. 
you know, unless it's a murder, you know, she got to leave, you got to leave. It's different. But you want to try to get in the habit of kissing your wife for at least five to 20 seconds longer, longer, because that helps build emotional emotions between each other. You know, pet kisses, man. You know, you think that that's loving and she thinks it's loving, but it's not. It's not arousing any kind of feelings inside. Remember, intimacy, as we talked about last week, is uh, arousal and it's intimacy. So together, you're you're being intimate and you get aroused with your wife, with your with your husband. Okay, caressing that kind of goes along with touching, caressing and and rubbing your hand along her back. You know, letting her know that you're thinking about her with your touch and with your caressing. You know, that's important. Uh, a playful pat on the rear end, something like that. Number seven, show enormous amounts of appreciation in all your wife does. Learn what your wife likes and then give it to her and show appreciation. If you have a wife that works, I really appreciate that you're helping me with the bills. I really appreciate that you cooked a good dinner. Appreciation for your wife is everything. And these build closeness. If he appreciates me, he loves me. He respects me, right? Uh, number eight, look, uh, look deeply in her eyes just as you did at the start of your relationship. Another thing that we take for granted is looks. Like, I know me and my wife, we'll be in a crowded room and look at each other. And my wife will start winking at me. And I'm thinking, okay, does that mean I'll get lucky tonight? <laughs> But look, man, and that's something between you and her in the crowded in a stadium of 50,000 NFL fans. And you have this special soul that you are bonded with that you look at her and she looks at you and everybody else disappears. This is the kind of marriage you guys want, but you got to want to work for it. Okay, the payoff is astronomical. But it's hard work at the beginning, okay? Because what happens is when you do these things, um, uh, because when you uh, when you do these things, you start to build that marriage and closeness that you guys are really looking for. So, who is this trying to trying to say? What's she trying to say in the comments? What's she say, y'all? I disagree. Kissing is good, no matter the style. Who's that? Who's that woman saying that, Mary Kathleen Jacobs? Is that you saying that? You disagree. See, that lets you know you don't never think about your wife, do you? Even I don't never think about my wife. See, she just told me something I didn't know. You just kissing. Hey, I just know kissing is all right, but the, the, the longer the kiss, the better because you get into each other. You release the, the walls, the bond. You release all of that. Okay. So, uh, number eight. Number nine, I'm sorry. Watch and admire how she moves. This is a great one. This is a great one, fellas. My wife always catches me looking at her. You know what? That lets her know and that lets me know that she's still attractive to me. And, and when guys look at their your wife, a lot of dudes are so busy looking at other women. And don't get me wrong, other women are beautiful too. I'm not saying don't look at other women. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, if you're gonna look at other women realize, look, this is, you know, realize that you got a woman there that you need to look at her too. Here, here's the thing that's important that we had to understand. If you, if you can't make this one happy, how are you going to make somebody else happy? You know, and, and, and that's what it comes down to. A lot of guys can have sex with people with women and stuff, you know, there's probably not a guy in this world that can't have sex with some woman if they won't. But that is not that is not the, the key. The key is how do I keep her happy and satisfied and loving and caring and want to be with me? You know, um, and that is the key to this whole thing. You know, when you're, you know, a, your wife wants to know that you love her and you and you appreciate her and that she's still attractive to you, you know, and the way you do that is you show her, you know, and, and when you do that, you cultivate intimacy um, all the way around. Okay. So when you watch how your wife moves, look at her. Cause when you watch how your wife moves, you can tell when she's sick, you can tell when she ain't in a good mood. You can tell when something's bothering her. Um, you can tell if she's unhappy. 
You can tell if she's depressed. You can tell all kind of things. You can tell if she, if something's hurting on her body. But a lot of us, we forget that we don't. We don't even look at our wife to even determine if she having a, if she's okay. She feels okay today because we're too worried about our own dang on self. Your job as a man, as a husband, is not to ever think about yourself before you think about God, your wife, and your children. Once them th- three taken care of, then yeah, you go ahead and do whatever you feel you got to do that you you and your wife can work out. But I'm telling you, man, many men get in trouble when they don't, when they fail to observe their woman. Because I'm going to tell you this, if you ain't observing your woman, you best believe somebody else is. <laughs> okay, next, number 12. Oh, no, number 11. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Number 10. Tell her you love her with deep and in-depth sincerity. You know, tell your wife you love her. I'm saying you got to just run it out every single day. But look at her in her eye every time or hold her hand or you guys just sitting there and say, you know, or when she tells you you love that she loves you, tell her I love you back with as much sincerity as you can. Okay. And look, all of these things are for the heart. They, they get to your wife's heart like he really cares about me. He's going to protect me. He he's I feel secure with him. I don't have to worry about these things because I know my husband is going to be there for me. How many times have you heard a woman tell her boyfriend or tell her husband, you know, he ain't present. He ain't present. That's the new saying today. He ain't present, you know, and what that means is, man, you ain't around you. Even when you there, you ain't there. You know, and so what we got to do is build these habits that 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 we are men of action to show our wives that we're just not taking them for granted. And that's what these boil down to, because what happens is when we take our wife for granted, we do take her for granted. Like, oh, she's going to be there when I get home. huh? And then you come home and she ain't there. Now what you going to do? And believe it, it can happen, man. Man, it can happen, y'all. It can happen. And I don't want it to happen to you. And if it has happened to you, you got to stop sitting on your butt and pick up the phone and get you some kind of help. Okay? Uh, Next, number 11, kiss her deeply and passionately every day. Kiss her so deep that you both completely lose yourself in each other. That's a kiss. And I shouldn't say every day because, you know, People ain't going to do it every day, but, you know, on a normal basis, really kiss your wife for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 seconds or longer. You know why? Not as an act, but I know, you know, and I know everybody listen to me knows how it is. You start doing these pecking kisses and you get in a habit. And then you look up and that's all you're doing. You, you, there's, the, the emotion is not there as it could be. What I mean emotion is we're not getting into each other. We're not releasing ourselves to each other. We're not um, allowing, we're not allowing, we are not allowing each other to really uh, embrace each other and get into what's going on with each other. That's what a deep kiss is about. You've done it before. You used to do it before when you were dating and stuff. You did it when you first got married. You know, um, but I will say some women aren't long kissers. They they don't a lot of some women are not intimate like like that. They're you know, um, they don't like you hug them and stuff like that. My wife was one of them. She don't like people touching on her stuff. I know a lot of people like that. I'm completely opposite. I I you know shake hands and, and talk to people and hug them and be glad to see them, you know. And so you got to know your wife, but still my wife allows me to kiss her and hug her and, and, and hold her and do all kind of stuff. Why? Cause I'm her husband. And at first I'm sure. And that's another thing about women too. Well, I've had guys say, I've had guys say, Oh uh, yeah, man. She told me that she don't want me to tell me her. She loves tell me to, she don't want, she doesn't want me to tell her that I love her. She don't want me to uh and or hug her or touch her in any kind of way. And you know, the first thing I tell him, that's complete and total bull crap because when you guys were dating and she was trying to get you and trying to get you to marry her and stuff, she wasn't talking like that. 
See, it ain't fair. It ain't fair to the guy. If you're a woman and you got a problem with something your husband's doing, get off your butt and tell him. Before it gets to the point, don't touch me. Don't tell me you love me. Don't tell me. Don't don't say anything. Don't hold my hand. Don't stand near me. All that kind of crazy mess. And your husband's going, well, what you talking about? You never said anything was wrong. I can't tell you how many women. I ask them. The women I talk to, I ask them every to a T. What are your problem with your husband? Did you tell him? Oh, well, no, I ain't telling. So you've been going 10 years. You didn't tell your husband that he's not doing this right or that right. And you didn't seem down to talk to him. No, mm -mm, no, you know, um, that's not fair. That's not fair. Okay. Next number 12. I want you to be totally and completely into her again, as you were when you were dating, surprise her with your love encompassing complete intensity and focus on her. Now, look, this is hard. This is a little harder. But, man, the problem with once we've been married for a while, we think that our wife is, like, numb some kind of way. She gets numb to to, to, to romance or something. I don't know. This What we're talking about is romance, but it's deeper than romance. I think you figured that part out by now. This is just the first list. This is just category one. You know, guys, you've been married to your wife for two years or 20 years or whatever, and we get to this thing, well, she's our partner. So we sort of treat them like that, like a business partner. Your job is the kids. My job is whatever I'm, we've agreed my job is, and that's what we do. And so we come home, or we see each other after a long day, or whenever we see each other, and we just like look at each other. Well, how you doing? How was your day? I oh, was great. What did you do? You know, we don't even really, really get into that. What you've got to do is really get into your wife again. Be curious. Be curious. Get into her. Because look at it like this. Let's say a guy's having an affair. What does he do? He's the same thing he did with his wife when they was dating. He listens to her. He don't interrupt her. He everything she every word he says she says he's like on point. He's trying to romance her. He's trying to talk to her and tell her how how beautiful she is. And and he looks at her. In her he looks at, he looks at her in her eyes, and and just makes her feel all like she's loved and cared about. But. We, ain't, we don't do our wife like that. The woman of the mother of our children, the woman who we promised we would give her the world, right? That she's going to be the most important thing in our life. We don't do her like that no more. You know, and I'm asking you to rethink all I'm with these, with this stuff, man, all I'm doing is asking you to rethink your relationship with your wife. How could I have done better? What could I do now to make it better? And these things are a good start. Okay. Another thing too, man, we can't just do it one day or two weeks or a month and go, oh, see, I tried all that. It didn't work. No, what we got to do is we got to always do that. Build a habit of this is how I treat my wife all the time. Then it's, it's a lot less harder and it becomes very affectionate and very intimate. Okay, just like going to a, a nightclub and there's a jazz quartet up there and you got maybe 50 people in the club and they all at a table or maybe 100 people in the club. And they're all at a table and everybody's waiting for the for the for this nice uh, jazz quartet to come on the stage and perform. It's an intimate setting and the waiter and waitress are bringing food and everybody's having a good conversation. Everybody's drinking wine or liquor or beer and everybody's having a good time and can't wait for the concert. We're not in some big, huge stadium where there's, uh, you know, 50,000 people and, and things like that and there's not an intimate setting, you know, and that's kind of how you look at your wife, that when you with her, it's an intimate thing. And you got to try to make it like that. Okay. Next, number 13, begin learning once again everything about her as if things are set anew. Believe it or not, over the years, she has grown and has many new things for you to learn. If only you would explore her. That's another thing. And we all sip at this one. All of us do. You know, I already know what she's going to say, Jerry. I already know what she's going to do, Jerry. I already know that. Man, no, you don't. If you knew your wife like you think you do, you wouldn't be talking to me. 
<laughs> One of the things that I, there's two things I don't do with God and with my wife. I never take them for granted. And that's the thing that gets us in trouble. Taking God for granted and taking our wife for granted. You know, when things are going good, hey, I'm out doing my thing. When things are going bad, oh, God help me. Oh, baby, come back to me. I was, pl- I was, I messed up. You know, I want you guys starting the day to stop that mess. Stop that mess. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. God and your wife should never be taken for granted. One of the things I contemplate all the time, like my kid, all my kids are grown. It's just me and my wife. Wonder if my wife ain't around no more. You know, wonder if my wife ain't around no more. This is why you got to make every day with your wife, especially if you and your wife are together. If you together, you got a bad marriage or you got a good marriage. It doesn't matter. You should be contemplating your death and her death on a regular basis. You know why? Because it makes you live your life and prepare your life for eternity or prepare your life for older age. And if you start thinking about your wife not being around, you should that should get you to think appreciate her every day. Every day. And and listen, guys, I know this stuff is hard. I to do you start out small and you let it build, but eventually you will get into it'll be second nature to you. I promise you. Okay. Um, so learn everything about your wife. Learn about her new the new people she met. The the you know she got a new job you know how that her that job is going and and really be interested in her like you know be curious that's the best word that I could say is once again just every day just kind of act like you don't know your wife that you kind of just met her and you want to know things about her and guess what she will talk and once she talks then what she'll do is she'll open she'll the walls will fall more and she you'll look up and she'll be willing. To, to serve you. And, and this is how it's what it's about. It's two people that love each other more than anything in the world, serving each other and moving towards God. Okay. Now, number 14, be playful. This sounds simple, but it's important. Be playful with your wife. If your wife ain't laughing, dude, you got marriage problems, man. If you can't get your wife to laugh, you got marriage, serious marriage problems. And that's a huge, huge clue. So what do you do to combat that? You be playful. You get her to laugh. You tickle her. You whatever you got to do. Pat her on the butt. I don't care. Whatever you got to do. Lift, pick her up off the ground and lift her off her feet. Whatever. Tell jokes and just, you know, get her to laugh. And you guys, because why? Then she'll want to, she'll feel special. Like, he only does that with me. He makes me feel special. And then, again, that'll breed intimacy. The thing that you men must understand is intimacy outside the bedroom breeds great intimacy inside the bedroom. It really does. Okay? Most of men are motivated by only a few things, right? Number one, money. Number two, sex. And number three, pleasure. Okay, we get really motivated by those three things. When those three things ain't right, then men start to panic. And when I say sex, marriage is kind of included in that, right? And so you guys start to understand is you can't just be led around on your emotions all the time and 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 fix things when there you think well it ain't broken so I ain't gonna mess with it. The way you keep a marriage. So you don't get into these big marriage problems is you do what I call marriage maintenance and you take care of things before they happen or immediately when they happen and stop playing catch up all the darn time. Look, man, what if we don't learn nothing else from me about women is this. And I don't know everything by far, but I know this one. Women are 20 steps ahead of your ass. In relationships, get over it. Start planning. If your wife, if you come home and your wife 
has asked for a divorce. Guess what that means? That means for at least two years she's been planning to say this and mean it. If you come home and your wife is gone, she's been thinking about this for two, three, four years, dude. At least a year. You are already behind. This is what I'm saying. When your wife is telling you something, freaking listen. Stop being a knucklehead like I was and then playing catch up with my first wife, talking her home every 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 year or six, every six months. That stuff gets old, y'all. It really does. But you can, can prevent it all if you start taking care of you, you making maintenance. Like these things I'm telling you is you start cultivating these things. And then you ain't going to catch everything. But when something is happening and you notice it, take care of it now. Just like if, just like if you were at your job. If you are an employee or you are owner or you a manager at your job, when something happens, you go, oh, well, I'll just take care of that next week or five weeks from now or five years from now. Of course you don't. Because if you did, you get fired. You would make no money or you make your, you know, make the board or whoever unhappy. Your marriage is the same way. Relationship with God is the same way. Okay. Um, and then the last one for today is become her best friend. Number 15. How do you become someone's best friend? You sacrifice your interest for theirs. You become completely interested in their interest just because you love them. You have meaningful and eventful conversations about their passions. You show them that you completely and totally have their best interest at heart. And you do this all with eagerness and a great attitude. And finally, you listen without interrupting her. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. The only time when your wife is talking, the only time you interrupt your wife is if you got a question. And even my wife gets, she get, she gets frustrated with me sometimes. But man, I look at it like this. I got to ask a question because if I don't understand what you said before, how am I going to understand what you say in the future? Okay. So that's the only time. Let your wife talk. If you got a disagreement, you let her talk. And don't interrupt her until she's completely done. Another thing is nobody cares about you until they know you care about him, about them. And that's the way marriage is the same way. You are the man. You're the leader. Your job is to make your wife feel loved and appreciated and all of that stuff first. Then, then she'll know he cares about me. He's not selfish. He, he, he's not taking me for granted. And then guess what happens? Then all of a sudden her love starts to grow for you even more and more and more. Okay, man, best friend concept, dude. The best friend concept is the bomb. All right. So we'll be right back. I hope you guys got some out of that today. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Okay, okay, we are back. Um, I had a comment that, let me see. I was making her laugh every day, but my wife's sex drive went beyond me. So I'm not quite sure what that means. But what I will say is, is the odd when we're making our wife laugh 
and they we can and we laughing together and we're funny together and things like that, the odds are our intimacy will get better. Um, here's the thing about women's sex drive. People think women are nymphomaniacs. That's not true. There's not there's no such thing. There's no such thing as a nymphomaniac. What is a such thing is I haven't I haven't had sex with a man that can fulfill me. And there are people different. And every woman is different, but they're all the same. And the thing about it is, is men, nobody teaches us how to make love. And so when we 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 don't really understand how to um fulfill our wife. Um, and so what we have to do, the best advice I can give you is learn, is to take care of your body and learn to prolong the sex session. And then um, your wife will be more intimate with you and she would love to make love to you and, and things like that. And she's going to know she's going to have a good time with her husband because every woman wants to have fun with their husband, just like every man wants to have fun with their wife, right? Okay. Um, and so with that being said, um, I hope that helped. I, I'm not exactly sure, but maybe uh, we could talk about that more today on in group. All right. So with that being said, thank you guys for hanging out today. And I hope you got some out of what we talked about tomorrow. We're going to do part two, which is uh, the rekindling closeness, the physical. So some physical things that you can actually, some actions that you could do physically to, 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 uh, to rebuild uh, emotional connection or to get it in your marriage. And as we always do, we end with the quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.